Welcome to CalCast, your creator national national cast. News, Episode 90. Welcome, GNN fans, to another episode of God Network News, the podcast that tells you what God's doing around the world. Not what CNN tells you, but what GNN tells you is going on in the world. If you're tired of listening to all of that crisis network news and you want to hear what God's doing, well, give us a listen. Welcome once again, God Network News fans, to another episode that is part of a new series that my wife and I were able to record and interview some incredible stories from the Middle East. We were able to meet with several workers uh, doing church planting work in the region and just ministering to people. And wow, what amazing things that God is doing amongst Arabs in the Middle East. It's incredible. And I want to bring this to you as a series so the next 12 episodes will be testimonies from these uh, incredible workers that are doing amazing miracles through the power of God as they pray for people's needs and seeing people come to Christ. So without further ado, I want to launch right into the next episode in this wonderful set of stories. Welcome, God Network News fans, to another great episode of God Network News. And we are back in the Middle East. My lovely wife, Carol, is here with me this time. It's wonderful to be here in the Middle East, seeing exotic people and places and some of our heroes on the field. That's right. We And we have uh, our hero, Kate, here once again to tell us an incredible story. And we call her a hero because she's obedient to God but God gets all the glory. He's This is his story, this is his work, and this is his people. So, uh, Kate, you were telling us a, an incredible story the other day, and we were just wondering if you could share that with our audience again. Absolutely. Um, for me, I, I have such a deep value of hearing God's voice and for being able to hear God's voice for other people. And sometimes we get into these other nations where uh, we don't know the exact way to present the gospel. We don't know all the ins and outs of their apologetics and what they need to hear. But what I have found is when you get to share what God thinks about people, his love for them, it just melts their heart and it opens them right up. So I, I love sharing stories about where I got to hear God's voice for other people. And again, just a lot of my stories take place over here in the Middle East with people who aren't even familiar with 
God speaking, and even perhaps that he has such a fatherly love for them. So um, I do just, I love to hear my, I, I love to hear God speak for total strangers. And um, one time I was here in the Middle East and I was at the mall and I decided to go into the H&M to obviously preach the gospel and check out the sale. Yes. <laughs> and um, I, I quickly saw this beautiful local girl who was working behind the register and I, I felt in my heart that God wanted me to to talk with her. And so I asked him if he would clear out the store so that I could have a moment alone with her. Mm. And he did. So I went up to the register and I said, do you speak English? And she said, yes. And um, I said, well, this might sound really strange, but I feel that God wants to tell you that he loves you and you're beautiful. Mm. And she was like, Okay, she did not understand what I meant, mm. which is totally fine. And I said, "Well, I believe that God actually speaks to his to his children on the earth, and I feel it's really important for you to know he loves you." Well, some people start to come in, they need her assistance. And so she said, "Can you just come back in a little bit?" And I said, "Okay." So, I made myself very useful and went and checked out the sale and saw some real cute stuff. But I yeah, thought, awesome. let me use this time to, to, Lord, would you speak to me more? Would you speak to me something really specific that will really unlock her heart? And the people group where I am, the women are, are severely oppressed. Mm. And it really is hard for them to be able to, um, to have careers and jobs outside of family home life. Um, mm. And... But I felt the Lord say, she has a desire to be in the fashion industry. She's not just working at this store because it's the only job she can get. She wants to, to be a fashion designer. Mm. And I thought, I don't know if that's true, <laughs> but let's give it a try. So again, the store clears out and I go back up to her and I was like, can I tell you another thing that I feel God wants you to know? And she, with this very confused look on her eye, she says, okay. And I said, God wants you to pursue your dream to be a fashion designer. I was like, do you have hidden drawings of clothes? Like, do you have a book of drawings where you have sketched out your own fashion ideas? And she looks at me and she says, I do. How do you know that? And I was like, I'm seeing in my, in my mind right now, I'm seeing a book underneath your bed. I was like, that people don't know about, but it contains years of sketches that you've drawn of all the kinds of clothes that you love. And she's like, yes, this is totally true. How do you know that? How do you know that? And I was like, I'm telling you, I believe God wants this for you. He can make a way. And he is telling me the dreams of your heart. People start coming back in the store. And I just said, listen, if you want to talk more about this, here's my number. You call me anytime we can meet up. Well, later that afternoon, she calls me and she says, can me and my sister meet up with you? And I'm like, even better. Okay. So the next day I go back to the mall and wouldn't you know, praise God, there's a Starbucks at the mall. <laughs> well, so many of our great meetings happen at Starbucks. And I sit down with the two sisters and they say, we don't know who you are, but we believe that you're like a follower in the light. And the girl that I had met the day before at H&M, we will call her Fatima. She had gone home and she told her sister, I met another girl who was also a follower in the light like me. Well, as she starts saying this, 
Her other sister, who we will call Miriam, Miriam goes into like what we would call like an open vision. And she wow. sees me standing in the room and she starts describing me head to toe. She says, is it she an American girl? Was she wearing a blue sweater? Was she tall, blue eyes, brown hair? Uh, Fatima says, yes, this is the girl. Wow. Miriam says, we must meet with her. And what I've come to realize is, is these two girls are highly spiritual and they've had some bad encounters with some witches and some, um, some other wow. people practice really dark kind of mm. ways of, of tapping into the spiritual realm that they had just said enough is enough. We're not, we're not dealing with any more people like this, mm. but there was something about me. They said they just saw light mm. in me. So they awesome. knew I was a safe person they could talk to. Well, we're sitting at Starbucks. They tell me their whole life story. They tell me all this tragedy that's happened to them. Mm. At the end of our time together, I just said, can I just pray a blessing over you? I was like, I just, I'm compelled by your story. I'm so touched with love and I believe God wants to bless you. And they said, okay. So I pray this blessing over them. God, would they just know your love? At the end of my prayer, I said, <laughs> I just tried to sneak it in. And I said, Jesus, I pray that my friends would have a dream about you. Well, Miriam says, oh, I've already had this dream. I wow. said, you've, you've dreamed about Jesus. And she said, yes. And I was like, what was the dream? I was like, I love Jesus. I've never had a dream about him. What, what, what did you dream? She says, at this time, she was probably in her late 20s. She mm -hmm. said when she was 13 that she had this dream. And she goes, I'll never forget it. But she's kind of in this, I don't know, just a time and space. You know, she's kind of just in this nowhere place in the dream. And Jesus comes up and he says to her, um, Miriam, I have a plan for you. And he grabs her and he takes her to a door and he opens up the door and she says it was the door into paradise. Hmm. And she says that Jesus says to her, you can come with me now to this door into paradise or you can go back and all of your family will come with you into paradise. Hmm. And so she wakes up from the dream and I said, how did you know in the dream it was Jesus? And she goes, I knew because he was so humble. Wow. And I don't, you know, I don't necessarily know what's written in their holy book yeah. about Jesus and his humility, but I know I've never thought about Jesus in a way that his humbleness is so evident that who else could it be but but Jesus. But yeah. that was his defining characteristic mm, of Jesus, which I just thought was beautiful. Yeah, it is. So these girls, we obviously, all three of us had such a radical encounter of meeting each other. Um, they invited me into their home and into their family um, on this particular trip when I was visiting. And my friend Fatima pulls out from under her bed this book. I've seen the book of sketches wow. and I've gotten to encourage her year after year. God can make this dream happen for you. Her dream is to go to Korea to study fashion wow. in Korea. This very summer, she went to Korea for the first time and they got to just explore the wow. city and, awesome. and really get a taste of, of the fashion world. And they have become some of my closest friends, um, my local closest wow. friends. And their family has welcomed me and my husband into their family. We spend holidays with them. And I'm still believing that they will come to know just even more depths of how much God loves them and mm. believe that he can really open impossible doors for them. Amen. That's awesome. That's really exciting and encouraging. And so what has been some of your ongoing meetings? How, how have you been bringing up matters of spiritual uh, growth with these two women? That's a great question. And um, I've 
come to discover they're highly spiritual, which is awesome because we can really talk about spiritual things. They are also highly religious. And so um, they're not always open to my spiritual ideas. But the easiest way that I can connect to them is asking them about other spiritual encounters that they've had. Mm. Uh, one thing that we love to do here in the Middle East is ask people, have you had a dream about the man in white? And we've realized that um, God has gone before all of us who have come here to share about his love. And he has given so many people dreams about Jesus. And Jesus will appear as this man with shining white robes. And mm. my friends have had many dreams of a man in white. And in fact, many times when they're sick, they're, oh, they're, they're a sickly family. It's really sad. But so many of the family members have had dreams when they are sick. Mm. And this man with shining white robes comes in the night lays his hands on them and they wake up totally healed in the morning. Wow. And we've just talked about that. Jesus is a healer. Um, I've gotten to pray with them many times for peace, for them to experience the power of God. And I've watched that they've sat trembling in my living room said, what, what's, what is going on? I'm, 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 I feel a power. And I'm like, this is Jesus. He's present. He's here. So I love going at it from a spiritual side with them as well as we, I, I share stories with them about Jesus. Um, from the New Testament, yeah. um, we'll just talk about who God is to them, and I talk about who God is to me. And um, it's it's also my husband and I helping them move boxes when they move homes, and just being lovers of the King to them, and and them saying no one else would do this for us, and mm. us getting to say, well, we actually we enjoy this, you know. So it's just kind of being their friends as well. That's awesome. I mean, this is. Really an incredible story, but it, it's just being Jesus to people and building relationship with them and also being open. I like how you press, you push people. You don't just say, oh, Jesus loves you and walk away. You really intensely pray and ask the Lord, open their heart, give me another opportunity. And you, you're open in terms of God speaking to you, a word of knowledge, word of wisdom, something that will click with them that they know this is God. No one else right. could know this. This right. couldn't happen any other way. And it intrigues them to ask more questions. Yeah. And uh, I think it's incredible for many Muslims, wherever they are in the world, when they, because they think all Westerners are Christians, you know, by culture. But uh, what they see on TV doesn't really impress uh, them a lot about yeah. what Christianity is. So when they actually meet, real Christians who really believe in Jesus and have really given their lives over to the Lord and they live that out daily, it's incredible. Yeah. It's like a shock to them. It's like, wow, we didn't know you really love God. Yeah. But, you know, oh my and, gosh, and so yes. meeting people like that just just blows their minds. I, I as a Christian, I fast. And uh, one time I was with one of my neighbors and she offered me fruit and tea and coffee. And I said, oh, I, I can't right now. I'm fasting. And she was shocked. She said, I thought oh. only Muslims fasted. And I said, no, Christians fast too. It, it's it's different, but absolutely we fast. Well, this, she was very proud of me. She paraded me all around the neighborhood telling her friends <laughs> I was fasting. It was awesome. Oh, I don't know how good that goes with going in your closet. Oh, totally. Or <laughs> it's against all of Jesus's rules, but, yeah. you know, I just love to do okay it. that's okay if other people are doing it, I guess, for you. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's a wonderful, that's an amazing, amazing story. I just love hearing this because, uh, you know, we hear statistics 
Uh, and and uh, good statistics, and it's great, uh, Muslims coming to the Lord, even movements and things like that. But without the stories, it just loses its its impact. You know, yeah. it doesn't really, numbers don't inspire most people, you know what I mean, yeah. to give their lives. And uh, here on God Network News, we, wanna, we want to collect stories of what God's doing. You know, what's important to him, what's his news, his oh, good news man. for the world. And uh, we, we hear so much garbage, you know, out there that's going on and there's negative things. But we need to remember that our God is king yeah. and he is on the throne and he's working and he's moving through his people that are willing to be radically obedient. Yeah. And so you you guys are. And this is just another wonderful story of that and what God can do through it. And we'll yeah. continue to pray. And I'm sure GNN fans will be praying for these girls that you've been sharing with and that you'll continue to be able to do that. And they'll one day come to a full revelation of Jesus and giving their lives completely to him. Thank you again, Absolutely. Kate, for sharing this awesome story with uh, my wife, Carol, and I, and with the GNN fans. Thank you so much.